let's take a moment to get still with ourselves. Whether you are actively moving your body right now or you're not, doesn't matter. Stillness is a way of being. So you can continue to move, but bring your awareness inward and see if you can deepen and expand your breath down into your belly. In through the nose, fully filling the lungs from the bottom up. Lengthen through the spine, lifting the chin slightly, opening through the chest, through the heart space, lowering the shoulders. And exhale, sigh out through your mouth, let it go. <sighs> Letting go of any tension that you're holding onto in your face. Maybe even open your mouth like you're yawning, unclench your jaw, smile. Remember that there's nothing serious going on. And really just be aware that you're alive right now. You are alive in this beautiful body, this beautiful life experience. And when I say beautiful, I mean all of it. Um, I know that life is not just perfect and feel good. It's about feeling everything. And that is a lesson that I've been um, relearning again and again and again with everything that I've been experiencing in my own life. So today what I want to share with you is a piece of wisdom that I've been aware of for a really long time and I've had to work on. And I think you may have needed to work on this too because it seems like a modern problem um, or maybe it's always been an issue for us humans, but it's just kind of exacerbated by our overstimulated minds and our fast moving pace um, of our life. And that is reactivity. And the wisdom that I'm talking about is how to create space so that you can actually live and act intentionally instead of just following automatic urges and reacting to everything in your life. So I just want you to feel into this. Think about your daily life. Maybe even today, maybe you're super aware of this. Maybe you're not. doesn't matter. Everybody has different levels of awareness around different things. But when it comes to, let's say, responding to a message, let's say you received a text message, an email, or a DM, and you see it, and then there's a space, <laughs> and you either recognize that this space is there or you don't. Now, depending on who's messaging you and what about, you might recognize that space more or less, right? If it's just your best friend and they're like, hey, look at this reel, and you're just like, ha, 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 you don't really have to think about the space. You don't have to really think about your response. You can just react in that moment if you really, if you want to, right? It doesn't really matter. The stakes aren't very high. There's not like um, a really huge call for you to be intentional in that moment. That's fine. But in other cases, maybe someone's, asking you to do something for them. Maybe there's an opportunity that you're being invited into. Um, maybe there's an invitation to hang out with someone or go to something or asking you to take on more work, um, really asking for advice, asking anything of you. Sometimes those are where we really need to take time to realize and hold the space before we react or respond. So just feel into this. How obligated do you feel or how unaware on autopilot do you feel 
just in this category of life where someone says something to you and you feel like you need to get back to it. Just feel into that in your body even like I'm bringing this up because this is this has been an issue for me where if there's something asked of me, let's say, hey, will you do this art piece for me or will you, um, what do you think, you know, people will ask me sometimes for advice or resource like recommendations and sometimes I feel like I need to get back to them immediately but I have to ask myself, why? And this is inside that space. Why do I feel like I need to get back to them right away? Well, simply just because of the momentum. It's like, well, they expect it because that's what everybody does. Everybody gets back to everybody right away. And the other thing for me personally, maybe this is true for you, maybe it's not, just the discomfort of having to sit with the space of not responding, that is the biggest reason that I react or respond quickly because it actually takes effort to train your brain to sit back for a second. <laughs> My partner, Dalton, is so good at helping me with this. He like grounds me and, and pulls me. It's literally like he's like telling like a dog to sit. And that's really what the mind is. It's like a puppy and you're trying to train it. He'll see me being like, hey, you know, I'll ask him for advice sometimes. I'll be like, what do you think I should say about this? Or what do you think I should do about this? And he'll be like, well, can we just like sit down? take a breath and think about it. You know, let's talk about it. And I'm like, no, 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 but I got to (laughs) decide. So this could be leaning into another topic, you know, an area is just making decisions in general. And sometimes we don't even recognize that we have the space to make a decision. Sometimes we just go, yes, no, or of course we say yes to so many things or an instant no, just so that we can close the loop. I was just talking to a friend um, about this yesterday and she's like, oh yeah, I just, I just, I feel like I have to close the loop. I was like, me too. And I'm trying to work on that because I don't want to be a reactive person because looking back at my track record of my life, track record might be the right word, but like personally, like my own memory of my own life and my own choices, I look at, you know, when did things work out really well? It's when I took time to sit with it and to feel into it and to talk it out, which is really vulnerable to do. And when I made choices that I either, I I don't really regret things, but sometimes I'll look back and go, oh, I could have done that differently. Or I didn't need to say yes to that. Or I didn't need to say no to that in that way. That's usually when I react quickly. So I want to share with, um, share a quote with you that you may have heard before, but it encapsulates this. It like, it is really this whole message just in a quote. And it's by Viktor Frankl. Between stimulus and response, there is a space. In that space is our power to choose our response. In our response lies our growth and our freedom. Now I want you to think about, having just heard that quote, between stimulus and response, there is a space. In that space is our power to choose our response. So think about your relationships, whether that be actually particularly think about one relationship in general that kind of fires you up. (laughs) The person that maybe pushes your buttons the most, the person that you get most agitated with um, or most passionate with or have the most conflict with. Maybe it's a friend, a parent, a child, or your partner. Now in that particular relationship, when you're triggered by that person 
or you're having a conflicting conversation with that person, this is your personal life assignment in those moments to notice the tiny bit of space that resides inside of you between the stimulus, which is the person and what they're saying and their energy, and your response. Now, if you can notice the space in those experiences, then you can do it anywhere, anytime, because that's the hardest place to do it. Because of course, our nervous system gets completely taken over and we have all these stress hormones that are released in the body and we kind of just freak out and our mind just goes offline. And we don't really know how to notice the space. We just react, react, react. And I am saying this from personal experience. I still do this, but I'm trying to work on really noticing in every moment the space. So the reason I was even inspired to, to do this conversation or to talk about this is because um, Sunday, like in meditation, this phrase came to me and it felt so like stupidly simple yet so powerful. And it's like this phrase that can come up inside your head, okay? And it's like basically like a mantra or, or an anchor for you. So take this with you. When you have an urge to react to anything, like react outward to a person or even to react to one of your own ideas, let's say you want to get up and go get some chips from the cupboard or you want to get up and crack open a beer or pour yourself a glass of wine or even, you know, go to the gym or or text somebody. It doesn't have to be negative things only. It could be anything. In that moment that you recognize you have an urge to react, to respond, to be impulsive, to act, take that moment and use this phrase. What would I like to do with this? What would I like to do with this? Now you recognize that you actually have a choice. You recognize that you are a conscious being, not just an animal human being that has urges, that it just keeps acting on and moving on out of autopilot. But now you're taking your power that's between the stimulus and the response. And again, the stimulus can sometimes just be an urge, a craving, an idea, and just sit with it for a moment. Oh, I want to grab my phone and look at Instagram. Okay. Notice that you have that urge. Okay. That's an idea. What do I want to do with this? And I've been using this phrase. I probably said this phrase in my head 200 times in the last 48 hours. And I'm so grateful for it because it's literally like the like the snap of a finger to wake me up in that moment before I go on autopilot. It's like helping me raise my consciousness. It's helping me live more intentionally. And that's really all I want to do. I want to live as intentionally as possible. I want to make choices that I'm actually making instead of just going on autopilot being pulled. So if you're here in the beginning of the year and you're thinking, I desire to be whatever, fill in the blank, a better mother, a better um, partner, uh, more of my highest self, a more empowered woman. I want to feel more confident. I want to prioritize my health. I want to build strength in my body. I want to be on my phone less. I want to create more, whatever it is that you want to do. This phrase and this awareness is going to help you in every area of your life. 
And again, I know it's so simple and you might already like cognitively know this, but in these moments, this is what's going to help you train your brain so that you can be more in control of this animal being that you're living in. Because we have so many thoughts and so many ideas and so many urges. And yes, I think it's beautiful to be able to just get in the flow and make those decisions. But at least take a moment long enough to ask yourself the question, what would I like to do with this? Oh, I want to say this thing to my partner. Okay, what would I like to do with that? Do I want to keep it inside? Do I want to share it? Do I want to reword it? Do I want to open my heart first? Do I want to shift my body language first? Do I want to take a deep belly breath first and calm my nervous system before I say this, before I do this? I mean, it can be anything, anything. Think of anything that you're wanting to do after or during this podcast. Like you've probably had an urge while you've been listening to this podcast to go grab a drink, grab something to eat scroll, whatever. And that's fine. But just recognize that that's happening. It's happening thousands of times per day. So now we're giving ourselves this tool because I know that you're on this similar path to me that you just, you want to be super conscious. You want to be aware. You want to be in control of your life while also knowing that you're not in control of a lot of things. (laughs) So this is just giving you a better empowering feeling in yourself to make choices and to live a little less on autopilot, live a little more intentionally. So again, noticing that space between stimulus and response, taking a deep belly breath and just asking yourself, hmm, what would I like to do with this? And remember, your answer is up to you but at least you're giving yourself a chance to think about it and feel into it. Because I, when I'm asking myself that, by the way, I think it's important to recognize, like I'm asking myself that while simultaneously calming my nervous system so that I'm not just like running on the momentum of the day. Because I don't know about you, but once I wake up and I start getting into a flow of doing things, then I just kind of go boom, 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 doing, doing, doing. And that's fine because sometimes we get a lot of stuff done. But if inside of that momentum, you can pause periodically, like literally use this as much as you possibly can because it's not going to hurt you. I'm thinking of it like push-ups because it literally is. It's mental push-ups. In fact, I remember hearing Andrew Andrew Huberman um, talk about how this works on the brain. He calls these no-goes. So it's slightly different, but basically he tries to get 25 no-goes in in a day. And for him, that's like whenever he has an urge of any kind, like even getting a sip of water, like you're about to reach for your glass and put it up to your mouth, like that's just autopilot. So he'll tell his brain no, and that's a no-go. It's like you're training your brain. I mean, again, it's super simple, like silly, like you're training a puppy. It's like, nope, nope, sit, sit, sit. And if you can do that 25 times in a day, then you are strengthening the muscle of your mind. You are strengthening and raising your awareness and your consciousness and your control over the human part of the ant or the animal part of your human. And um, yeah, you have so many opportunities throughout the day. Like even from now, it doesn't matter what time of day it is, even if it's 7 p.m. at night, you, I bet, will still have 
25 plus opportunities to use a no-go or to use this space holder, which is, what would I like to do with this? What would I like to do with this urge? Would I like to act on it? Would I like to rethink it? Would I like to breathe first? Hmm. Okay. And now I can act. Again, super, super simple, but so powerful. So I hope this was helpful for you. Take it with you and actually use it. And let me know somewhere on social media, wherever you connect with me, Instagram, Facebook, if this is helpful for you. If this is something you've already been doing, let me know. And please share this with somebody. Put it on your Instagram story or Facebook story. Post it in communities that you're in just to help all of us be less reactive. Because if everyone's less reactive, then everybody's better off. (laughs) Changing the world one moment of reconsideration and awareness at a time. So let's take a moment here together before you leave me, before we close this out. Taking a deep, full, expansive belly breath in, sitting up nice and tall, lengthening through your spine, opening through the heart space. Open, 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 fill the lungs. And sigh out through the mouth, let it go. (sighs) Shake it out. Move the body. You have energy that wants to move, wants to be released and expressed. Let that energy move through you in whatever way that you need to. And I'm so excited to continue this year with you. I have a few other ideas for podcasts coming up soon. I'm going to be going live um, this month for the first time ever to do a women's circle for the full moon. So I'm not going to do that privately on Zoom where I've been doing, that's what I did last year. I'm actually going to shift this over and just experiment a bit with um, a live women's circle where I provide a card pull and a little conversation and journal prompts. So keep an eye out for that. Um, I'll be putting that in uh, my email. If you're on my email list, then you'll definitely be notified. Um, Also, my 2023 calendar is available and I have a $10 off coupon for a limited time for you. So it's only $23 free shipping. So if you want that coupon, then um, DM me somewhere on Instagram, Facebook, and I will give it to you. So yes, go grab your 2023 calendar if you want to be reminded of your power, if you want to be inspired by the quotes inside, if you'd like to look at my artwork and all of my highest self paintings from 2022, they're all in there um, except for my final one because I did that one after I printed my calendars for Samantha Skelly. Um, Yeah, and I just have a, a... so many exciting projects coming up. I just can't wait to show you. I have two um, highest self paintings that I'm going to be working on simultaneously this next month. So excited to work on those and create them and bring their visions to life. Um, and if you're someone who desires a highest self painting, then go over and apply on my website so you can secure your spot for this year. Um, I'm taking reservations now for March of 2023. So go over there and apply for a high self-painting if that's something that you desire. And keep an eye out. I have some new exciting uh, products coming out. I have some new journals that I'm going to be releasing probably soon, like next week, like the second week of January. And those are going to come with a beautiful glittery pen and some writing prompts. And they're only available for five days. And then they go away off my site, potentially forever. 
I don't know if I'll bring them back. So keep an eye out for that. And I am just looking forward to what this year holds for us both. Sending you so much love.